0: Hello and welcome to a special May the 4th episode of Your Average Critics. Um, I'm joined by Chris and Obi. How are you both? I'm strong with the force. <laughs> and Chris is over to the dark side. Yes, um. one. So, so, quite fortuitously, actually, um, we were always going to do a Star Wars ranking pod and then I realised that it was May the 4th today, so we've all scrambled together and uh we're going to do it today um although the chances of me releasing it on may the 4th are slim, but <laughs> <laughs> i will try my best um but before we get into the nitty-gritty um there is a bit of film news we uh i think i was getting sweats that we wouldn't talk about superheroes on this podcast so mm. um thankfully the mcu gave us some tidbits to keep us tiding over so as well as a slew of new um, release dates, which you know I'm not going to go into, but there's four films coming out this year in a relatively short space of time. Um, we got titles for Captain Marvel 2, which is now known as The Marvels, uh, which to me sounds like a sitcom on E4.
1: Um, is it quickly? Is it Captain Marvel, The Marvels, or is it literally just The Marvels? It's just The Marvels. Okay, cool. Which I want to get into in a sec. The <laughs>
0: sequel to Black Panther is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm. Um, Interestingly, not Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Mm. Um, We already know about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, We also got a little... So they were doing all the releases in chronological order up to 2023. Got Guardians in 2023 and also Fantastic Four. Um, They just put the symbol of four um but it seems like fantastic four might conclude phase four of the mcu um and then we got a very very tiny bit of eternals footage which just introduces us to some of the actors such as Gemma chan richard madden and uh angelina jolie with some sort of sword um but yeah i mean where do you want to start the marvels um to me, it suggests that it's not actually—it's less of a Captain Marvel sequel and more of just a film about the two characters, Ms. Marvel well, and Captain Marvel. But
2: well, I feel like Miss Marvel, she looks up to Captain Marvel, so I assume she gets taken in by her in some way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, but I think including both of them in the title is quite a big thing, um, rather than like Captain Marvel Two, The Marvels or something, mm. it's just uh, Marvel's because um, this will come after the Ms. Marvel TV show on Disney Plus so it sh- I guess suggests to me that Ms. Marvel's going to be quite a, a big character
1: mm. Yeah, I don't love the name, if I'm being honest um, and like you say, I feel like uh, it might it might mean that this is more of like a, a joint film rather than a Captain Marvel film that's got other characters we've seen previously in it, if that makes sense. Which I think I would prefer. I think I would like to see Captain Marvel continue her, like, be the main character, like, so we get to, like, know her, know her better, and, like, be become more familiar with her. But, um, yeah. I don't have any major issues with it, but, um, I'm just wondering if this, if Miss Marvel being the title means whether or not they're gonna share, like, the joint, right? like, if it's gonna be, like, a co star kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm just curious, more than anything. Do you see
0: Captain Marvel turning up in Ms. Marvel to the TV show?
1: Oh, uh, Um I wouldn't be surprised if she got like a little cameo at the end um maybe that will when's this supposed to come out? 2022? Yeah Yeah if, this got, if she got a little cameo at the end then maybe that leads into um the second the second Captain Marvel film um yeah, but then I suppose we've been setting ourselves up for bloody uh, cameos for, <laughs> for for months now, and none of them have actually happened. So I'm going to keep I, my. Uh... I,
2: I don't think there'll be a cameo. I think there'll just be lots of. Uh, or uh, actually, there might be one in the very last second. I think there'll just be a lot of snippets of her seeing her on TV and stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, okay. but even well, now in... I'm thinking
1: like, Oh, have gone so good
0: Oh, I was going to say. Um, interestingly, I think it was Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige came out and said that. Originally, Doctor Strange was going to appear at the end of uh, WandaVision, yeah. um, and it was going to be revealed that he was the one causing the adverts as a way to try and communicate with Wanda. But they decided not to include him because it would have taken the focus away from Wanda.
1: That's
2: fair. I guess, but that would only have taken it away in like the last episode if he appeared, right?
1: Yeah okay. Yeah, but even even still like a quite large even though he didn't appear a large chunk of <laughs> of my um my what's it called my uh enthusiasm for the show was thinking that Dr Strange or someone like that someone else was going to appear. So I get what he means when he says he wanted the show to focus on Wanda. Cuz even even me I was thinking of oh I wonder what X-Men's going to appear. I wonder who this is going to appear rather than <laughs> the show's fucking about you know wonder and vision and I, I personally wasn't focusing all my attention on that, which probably what uh, Kevin Feige would have wanted for the audience. And Wakanda
0: Forever as a title for Black Panther Two.
1: Yeah, I like that title a lot. To be fair, um, um, it doesn't give away much, does it? That exactly. So I'm wondering. So I, I was. So Funny enough, I was listening to um, an episode of uh, the podcast from that we recorded years ago. Um, I think Glenn, you asked me what I wanted to see in a Black Panther two, and I think I said that I wanted to see more of like Wakanda and like maybe like different tribes, different factions, stuff like that. And I'm wondering with this one, they're putting they're putting Wakanda forever in the title. So I wonder if maybe that might be what they're leading to with this, or if maybe they're kind of just, um, well, I'm just making assumption that because they didn't, like you said, they didn't put Black Panther two, they're maybe going to try to make it into more of an ensemble thing rather than uh, having oh. an actual main lead.
2: I'm wondering whether this is actually the title or not, Obes. I'm wondering if this is like...
1: Because <laughs> you, always, you always say this. I'm pretty sure this is, this is the title. They wouldn't put it out and then just change the title. What's the, well, what's for, the point? 4
2: Ragnarok wasn't originally 4 Ragnarok. And I'm pretty sure... What I was remember. it? It was uh, the Serpent Society. That, that's the first time I've ever heard that name. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. But fair enough. <laughs> but one of the, it might be 4 2 or 4 3 was originally oh, no. something else. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Not many, because I'm thinking like he, he was quite symbolic of the Wakanda Forever, and obviously like obviously he's passed away. So maybe they're just being. Um,
1: I don't know. Yeah, it probably won't change. But. Um. But there's the thing, like, I'm just thinking like when I whenever this is this is brought up, I think from a marketing stance, it wouldn't make sense to say this is the title and then change it and say, oh no, th- actually this is the title.
2: Mm, maybe, I mean, it is 2022, right? So.
1: Yeah, so it's only a year. Yeah, so, like it's not a lot of time to,
2: I, to change it. I think I hope. Oh, I, don't, I hope this sounds like a really bad, but like I hope they give him a death, which is um, like if they said in the series that he actually. Would you prefer that he died in battle, and that's what they said, or would you prefer they said he died of cancer in the film, and then?
1: I'm actually wondering if they're gonna if they if they're gonna kill him off. I'm actually curious to see what they. Well, I what think it'd
2: be powerful to, I mean, sad as well. I think it'd be quite powerful if they were like, and he died of cancer, like, in the series, and they said that there was no cure for it, because it mm. would then, like, resemble, like, obviously real life, right? There's not, I mean, obviously you've got chemo and stuff, but there's no mm. real, I guess, definitive cure for it, is there? Yeah. So, I, I guess it could be quite powerful if they kept it in, but then I guess, this is fantasy, so whether they want to bring that much realism in, I don't
0: know. Mm. I feel like they sort of have to address his passing or his absence mm. um, because it's too big a thing for them to just be like, hey, you know that guy that was Black Panther in these like four films? Just don't, just, like, don't ask questions. He's just mm. not here anymore. Um, I think they will do a tribute to him. Um, I wonder if it will just be, you know, he joined the kind of what's that netherworld? The yeah, astral like, plane. Astral plane, yeah, that's it. I uh, feel like they
1: might, they could, if they do do it, they'll start the film with like I don't know, like a funeral or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be interesting that. to see how they do it if they do do it. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, I mean, did you guys get anything from that Eternals trailer? <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> go on.
2: No, there's a sword, that's all I saw.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really get much. Um, Someone was, I was watching a video of someone reacting, they say they think that the way it's shot is slightly different to how normal films are shot. I didn't see it myself, because I haven't really got that much of a keen eye. Um, But seeing as, like, Chloe Zhao is, like, um known for, like, I don't know, a certain style of filmmaking, I'm curious to know if, you know, if this will be, like, Uh, visually, like, really different kind of, like, aesthetic to what we're used to seeing in the Marvel film. And I kind of hope it is, because, you know, not every day you have the same, same looking films, you know.
2: What other stuff did she do?
1: Well, she did Nomadland. Apart from that, I actually don't know what else she has done. She's done two other films. One is called
0: The Rider, which is about, like, a um, rodeo, sort of, what do they call them, cowboy community in America. Mm. Um, So, that yeah, that's her theme, is sort of, like, focusing on, sort of, uh, parts of society, like you know, nomads and kind Has of she cowboys. Not
2: done Marvel stuff. What's that, Chris? Has she not done any other Marvel stuff?
0: No. Mm-mm.
2: Who's yeah? Who's the, the director who's take who's doing a film who's done other Marvel stuff? Peyton Reed. Is that it? What did she do? Or
1: he did uh, Spider Man. Now he's doing Fantastic. Oh, uh, that's John Watts. Oh, John Watts. Sorry, who's Peyton Pey- Reed?
2: Ask, um, he did Ant Man.
1: Sorry, my bad. My bad. And what's he doing now? No, so,
0: nah, I know it mixed up. So, yeah, John, John Watts Watson has up. done the Spider Man trilogy and is going to do Fantastic Four.
2: Mm. No, there's someone else. There's someone else people bear hyping about. And I was like, why are you hyping? The, the previous films or series they did weren't that great. I
1: don't know who
2: you're the, talking about. Falcon and Witness Soldier, who done that? Who, and aren't they doing a the film? Did they're Nothing doing the Fantastic Four film.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, all right. Alright.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So I mean not, not not too much uh info to gain from from the Eternals trailer but at least we've got some footage but um yeah so Black Widow I in July. A, um,
1: sorry, you've got to think that a trailer should be coming out sometime soon. What? For Eternals if it's coming oh, in yeah. November. Yeah. So Black Widow I've July. I've
2: got 50/50 on, 50 on. 50 on whether I think Shang-Chi's going to be good or not.
0: I was saying in the in the chat, I think it will be relatively generic in quite a lot of ways, but um, you know, it's interesting.
2: I just don't I hope they don't do any humans
0: on us. <laughs> I've still never seen that. It's, um, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. I won't bother. Um, but. Yeah, no, so... not a true Marvel fan. Boo! <laughs> uh, it's not canon, mate. It's not canon. Um, but <laughs> on to our Star Wars talk, where pretty much so much is canon. Um, we are only going to focus on the Skywalker saga films, the two sort of uh, spin off films, Solo and Rogue One, and the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. So, all of the animation stuff, you you guys might have seen bits of it. You might want to bring it in. None of the Ewok shit they did back in the 80s. Um, we're just going to do mostly what like the films and uh, the Mandalorian series. Um, I, know,
2: so, I know we said we do it based on trilogies, and I'm so game for that. Can we say what our first and our last are, though?
1: Okay, so
0: what you want to say what's your favourite of the lot and what's your least favourite of all of that so out of the 11 films and 2 series is that what you mean
2: 2 series
0: well Mandalorian season 1 and season 2
2: oh shit I just put it all in one oh ok yeah yeah
0: ok well I imagine we've probably all got the same first and same last um so
2: <coughs> I don't think so
0: I'm uh-huh. not sure we do either to be fair uh, ok uh-
2: my first is Rogue One And I'm pretty I 100% know That Obi's isn't Rogue One Obi what is your number one? Force yes. Awakens
0: Yeah I thought mm.
2: Okay
0: Well mine, mine is num- uh, Rogue One
2: Yeah I thought so Yeah I thought you and me Had the same one uh, I almost remember The other day Obi saying Star Wars 7 As his top one So
1: um, I, would ca- I would caveat That being It's the first one I actually watched So that's probably What's my favourite Fair and then so, to, so, so to me so quickly sorry just to justify it so to me A New Hope is, is just a shit version of Force Awakens oh, I don't know if everyone else is the other way around but yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh we're
0: gonna have lots of people hating on us now <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> those, like that's those that's the like, views of Obi and Obi alone that's like
2: uh, me like, I, I have a soft spot for the first films I watch in a series so like Star Wars 1 mm. is up there mm. even though a lot of people hate it
0: <laughs> okay well what was your worst thing Chris
2: I put couldn't remember which one I hated more. Star Wars 9 or Star Wars 8. So I put Star Wars 8 as boss. Oh, you're
1: bluffing. <laughs> what? It, Sorry, no, continue. You think that's worse
0: than Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones
1: <laughs> is the, without doubt, the worst Star Wars film. It is dog shit. That film is uh, horrible.
2: Star Wars 8 is dog shit, man. That's right,
1: for now. Attack of the Clones right. is absolutely we'll horrid.
0: <laughs> we'll get into it, but we'll start with oh. uh, the original trilogy, which came out in the 70s and early 80s, so uh, subsequently subtitled Episode 4 A New Hope, Episode 5 Empire Strikes Back, and Episode 6 Return of the Jedi, which must have been quite confusing for people uh, back then, but um, yeah, so obviously huge caveat that effects weren't, or, <laughs> weren't as up, up scratch as they are now, uh, so you have to sort of that in mind, but you know, our first the, the first the world's first introduction to uh Luke Skywalker, uh, Leia Organa, um, and Han Solo and Chewie, um, who yeah, we we don't kind of see again until 2015's The Force Awakens, um, but I mean, Obi, you've probably seen it most recently, um, run us through. The trilogy and and sort of the highs and any lows.
1: Um, so what's it? The first one. Uh, yeah, you meet Luke Skywalker. Um, he is he goes on a quest to find uh, Princess Leia and help free her with the help of Obi Wan Kenobi or Ben Kenobi and Han Solo and Chewie, and then they eventually meet up with um, what's his face Darth Vader. Having a little fight against him, Ben Kenobi dies. Luke Skywalker's really sad. He's sadder about him than he was about his own uh, uncle and aunt dying. Just saying. Um, <laughs> and then uh, what else happens? <laughs> and um, yeah, then uh, he goes off and he drops the what's it called in the Death Star, blows that up, and saves the day. Um, this film is is I'd say this film was fine. I don't know if you want if you wanted to go through the whole trilogy, or go film by film. It's up to you. We can do film by film. All right, so. For me, this film is is okay. Um, I think for its for its time, it's really like it's it's really good. Obviously, me watching it for the first time in 2018, whether I watched it, I was a bit like not underwhelmed, but I was a bit like, oh, this is what everybody raves about kind of thing. But then I'm not like uh, I'm not an OG Star Wars fan, so I think it's different for me than everybody else. Um, I think the acting is not all that. I'm being honest I feel like Han Solo is a, is, is a what's the name House of Ford is a really good actor and I think he brings everything he brings everybody else in like if that makes sense mm. he's like for, charismatic every, yes for, everyone plays off him um, yeah. I feel like the I feel like he was the most
2: experienced at the time
1: as well yeah probably to be fair probably um, I think he was the oldest of the, he's the oldest of the three the three main characters he was a carpenter before though I think, I think
0: was, was he? I don't think he's done too much but he certainly had the Better career
1: afterwards. Yeah. But um Yeah I just I, I like the film but There are certain points and certain bits of dialogue I'm just a bit like what And me as well having It's annoying because you shouldn't Really judge on films that you've seen later But then when you when you watch the prequels And then you watch uh, Certain things in uh, The the uh, original Original trilogy you're like oh that don't make sense To what like he what? did later So like um the one that annoyed me in particular was the thing about, uh, what? Oh, fuck, I, don't know, I messaged message you about it, and I can't remember, what, I can't remember, can't remember what it is now, it's to do with, uh, oh, fuck, I think it's to do with, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like maybe, uh, not remembering, either R2, it's either R2-D2, or not remembering, D 3 po yeah, or something like that, or even Luke, and I'm just, and I was just thinking like, like you, you, you know what this is. Like you left them, <laughs> you, you left them in whoever's in... What you've
0: got to remember, Obi, is that the prequel trilogy came after that. So any inconsistencies that it. you find in four, five, or six are entirely George Lucas. It's true.
1: Cult. It's true, but it doesn't stop it from be- it doesn't stop it from being annoying.
2: Oh, right? so you're saying Darth Vader or Ben Kenobi not not knowing of C three P o slash R two D two.
1: Yeah. Them again. Yeah.
2: They, yeah, I That's get like
1: you. that. And I'm just like, oh, I know it's not, like Glenn said, I know it's not the, uh, that film's fault because this film come first kind of thing. It's George Lucas' fault for when he wrote the other ones, but I'm just like, oh, it's a, it's a bit jarring. It's a bit annoying. Yeah, um, I, think
2: it's, I think it's more jarring for the R2-D2 of it all because he seems prominent
1: mm. most of it, while C-3PO is probably a forgetful mm. But yeah, um, I think, oh, I'm not going to lie, yeah. the lightsaber fights are fucking shit. <laughs> 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 they're fucking. Ru- now, I, I know it's the it's the sign of the times, but my goodness, they're so boring to watch. It's like pedestrian. It's like just it like really standing is. there with like sticks just hitting each other. It I really don't think is. they get that much better though. To be honest, I think no. I, I, mm. Not certainly not one two three. Hey, So no, one on, one one.
2: That battle is fucking. Yeah, sick.
1: that's the, be- that's
2: the best. You, yeah, that's
1: probably the best. How dare you? Yeah, that's probably the best one ever. To be Darth, with you. Darth Maul, Darth in Maul, and and Thingy. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. No, I'm How being... dare you? And
2: man. then the
1: ones in I think the ones in the sequel trilogy. Well, I think in nine. Am I thinking about nine? I think the one in nine between Rey and uh, and Kylo Ren is pretty good as well. To be fair. Meh. There's some good. One. And then the one in the throne, the ones in the throne room as well in in number eight when they end up killing Snow. I think that was, that that was pretty good. good too. Yeah, yeah. but
0: a lot. Like some of it. Some. Some of the action I think is just a bit pedestrian in all of them really. Fair enough. Um, But you said, you know, you said that um, the Force Awakens is a superior New Hope, or that a New Hope Hope is an inferior Force Awakens. Um, They are, you know, very very similar in terms of like, you know, introducing us to new characters. um, They both follow quite a linear story um, and sort of trying to introduce us to the big bad. Mm. Um, To me, I mean in the whole, whole original trilogy. I know a lot of people uh, kind of get their, you know, get, get hard about the Empire Strikes Back, but I, I think that's probably the weakest of that trilogy. Purely that's because, purely because, for the whole film, essentially all the characters are split up. Whereas with four and six, um, you've got you know a clear linear beginning, middle, end, mm. and all the characters are together. You know. Mostly towards the same goal, uh, and it's very kind of neat. Whereas five was just a bit like not filler, but I was a bit like it didn't feel quite as complete. Like it did, it definitely felt like the middle part of a trilogy, which you know, I don't Mm. think it's necessarily uh, the you know, in and of itself, the best. And also, again, this is harsh to judge five on what Yoda's characterization was in one, two, and three, but.
1: <laughs> he's, he's an he's, awesome, ridi-
0: he's ridiculous in number five. He, yeah, you think yeah. like he's like doing flips and shit with lightsabers in one, two, and three, and then by five he's like just sort of like this confused old little wrinkly gremlin thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he is. Uh, Do you say he's bare old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: um, yeah. I see what you're saying, Glenn. Though to be fair, but I imagine, I imagine. Because when I was watching it, I was trying to think, like, how sick must it have been at the time to hear that um Luke, I am your father, or whatever it is, I am your father, Luke, like, yep. at the time. That must have been such a sick, like, oh shit moment kind of thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um I also think, was that the one that we get first introduced to Lando, or was that number six? Uh, I'm pretty sure oh, it is number I
2: feel, five. I feel like it's number, it's number
0: five. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole sort of, like... That's the Boba Fett scene as well, isn't it? With, uh, no, that's... Six. Oh, is that number oh, six? No, 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 it is. It is. Yeah,
2: number five is yeah. bit soon.
0: Yeah, I just didn't like that as much. Um, um, I think number six was, was superior. Uh, Chris, you've not really said said any thoughts on the original trilogy thus far. What are your... I was just try- I, honestly,
2: I was just trying to, like, remember what happened in each of them, because there is quite a lot to... Yeah, it's hard um, piecing it all together. Um, I've got the synopsis of all of them up, trying to figure it all out. Um... I do get what you mean, like, it is very old-school um, prosthetics, and
1: is that the right word? Yeah, but it's, it's the, the um all the, like, the practical, all the scenes and all the spaceships, planets, all that stuff, I think is all is all pretty solid, I would say. It's just the lightsaber mm-hmm. fights, I think, are crap. I think the bits were, um, in, I think the thing's number five, where they're on that frozen planet in it, at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all that bit, I think all that oh that's pretty sick in my opinion apart from the bit where he slices open like that animal and all the all the guts flow out i'm like this looks so fucking fake but <laughs> apart from that um but yeah in terms of like practical effects i think they did a pretty it's pretty good to look at even for that time mm. i mean there's a lot
2: of things like obviously like you're saying about like the just the droids not being recognized uh yoda being an ass. uh mm. Ben Kenobi being called Ben Kenobi rather than Obi-Wan Kenobi. He and... also,
1: quickly, Chris sorry, he also, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he calls Darth Vader Darth, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in number four, and it's like, that's not like a name, it's like a, you wouldn't just call someone Darth, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. me laugh, but anyway. In but... that, in that moment, he should have called him,
2: he should have said Anakin, and it would have been, yeah. It, it would have hit the nail on the head a bit more. <laughs> but,
1: we, just, uh, we just Vader, <laughs>
2: but I, just Vader. I, I I question two. I question two things about um. What's his uh? Who who made it all? Oh God, George Lucas. Uh, George Lucas yeah, I question one whether he was ever gonna make he ever really wanted to make an original trilogy. I don't think he did. Mm. And two, I think he was playing by ear how things went on. Because, uh, like, obviously, in one of the films... I think you've mentioned this before. But in one of the films, like, obviously getting, like, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia to... Oh,
1: Chris, oh, Chris. I was just about to say this. Yeah, like,
2: like, it could happen. Like, if you've been long lost and you don't know each other, maybe. But I feel like, deep down, you'd know. And I feel like the storyline he had was so different. And I feel like what happened was, in the first film... People like the chemistry with Harrison Ford and Carrie right. Fisher, yeah. and then he was like, "Fuck this! I'm not. They're not getting together. We're gonna have Harrison Understood. Ford and Car- 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 Carrie Fisher get together." And it's just now a long-standing joke that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher got to, got to kiss
1: in the scene. Well, looking back on it, it's kind of nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It> is, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, but hey, uh, yeah, yeah, started, Game of Friends like, did it, so you know it, it started a blossoming.
2: Uh, uh, what was it? um, uh, porn? No, oh, um, <laughs> affair. A what? <laughs> Never mind. What do mean what? Damn, affair. Yeah, yeah I
0: said affair as well. Jesus, Toby. So <laughs> I think with um going on to six, I quite liked the stuff at um Jabba's place. You know, mm-hmm. when they're like trying to get Han back and um Luke infiltrates and. Then yep. layers tied up, and that's the is it Sarlacc pit of a um, or Django fit, whichever one it is, um, gets put kind of pushed in there. Yeah. I, and then the fact that um, Return of the Jedi ends really like jubilantly, like they're all partying with the Ewoks and like disco disco. And I was just like, that's such a really nice ending to the that trilogy, and even if you include one, two, and three. And to me, it was like they sort of... What George Lucas and the other people involved in the Star Wars saga, or Skywalker saga, they've just sort of undermined themselves by doing prequels and sequels, because you know, I mean with the... Did you play
2: sequels or prequels?
0: Both, really. I mean... He was obviously the main orchestrator of the prequel trilogy. Um, whether or not he had much control over the sequels, I don't know. But
2: he had no—he had no say apparently in
1: the, in the sequels. Mm.
0: Wow! Well,
2: apparently,
0: perhaps... they
1: didn't even invite him to—they didn't even invite him to the premiere of those films of the sequels. That's fucking mad. That's so rude.
0: <laughs>
1: it's
2: so rude. But I suppose if you—we don't know what happened behind the scenes. He might have been so against them, and he thought might—he might have thought they were so shit. Yeah. So they were just like, well, then if you're not going to support us, we're going to just kick you out. Really, mm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think like I think they've all got good stories within them. Like I think uh the the, the Snow Planet is it Hoff? No, Diego yeah. Bar
0: no Hoff. You're
2: right. Yeah, I think that's that's a quality bit. I yeah. think like obviously in the first bit, like they're all meeting each other. The only things that I could probably question and. It kind of makes sense with the prequel series, but like, obviously, Darth Vader in the last moments turning good and.
1: Yeah, I don't buy it.
2: T- supposedly killing Darth Sidious.
1: Um, this is why, sorry, i just to put this out there. Kylo Ren's better than Darth Vader as a villain. Just that's, 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 that's my, personal. That's my personal opinion. I, no, I believe Kylo Ren's arc way more than I do Darth Vader's. But is it because you can see Kylo Ren's expression? Partly, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, this, also, and this again, it comes back to like what George Lucas did with the prequels, because you see Anakin's arc over the you know Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and um, particularly Revenge of the Sith, when he's like so angry mm-hmm. and um, you know embracing the dark side because of um, Palpatine, who uh, is conspicuously uh, absent, I think, mm-hmm. from the original. The trilogy <laughs> um,
1: Just quickly um, Sorry I'm trying to remember Is it number two Or number three Where he kills Those people Who killed his mum Anakin that is I want to say Three okay. I want to say
0: Three as well But okay, I, cool. it could be two To be fair
1: I'm trying well, to think I literally can't remember
0: It's remember. when he gets like He just embraces His anger And yeah. then obviously Being made into A nugget by <laughs> um, Obi-Wan Great scene then, Yeah And then when you watch it, then when you watch four, five, and six, you're sort of like, where is that anger? Where is that like, you know, he he just seems to, he's just like a generic villain for the mm. first film, and then it's like, hey, I'm your father, and then it's like, oh, I'm a bit.
2: But yeah, he does um, it. He does it in the
1: of like, oh, oh, Okay. He's having
2: first kills in anger after the murder of his mother.
0: however you say her name in the attack of the clones?
1: Me. Okay, fair enough. All right. Sorry again. Carry on with you.
0: But yeah, I mean, I just think like it, it doesn't it, his his it, it, his character are sort of just plateaus and, and then you know if you if in, you the, take in the original the trilogy you're saying yeah because okay. when you watch it with the knowledge of the prequels you're like does he just mellow <laughs> out a bit or well what? The, the
2: problem I've got is I've got a lot of problems with all all the like bar Darth Sidious, because we don't know his backstory,
0: mm.
2: all the villainous people, like, their, their stories kind of don't entirely make sense. Like, Anakin Skywalker, I get it, like, he's angry, he was made out of midichlorians, whatever, his mum got killed, cool, I'd be angry as well, I'd be super angry. But he kind of just goes with Emperor Palpatine, even though, like, Obi-Wan has just been by his side non-stop. And his wife is proper against, like, the way Emperor Palpatine does his shit. Like, it, his story, like, becoming really, really evil doesn't quite 100% work with me. I, I and, buy
1: it. Oh, sorry, Chris, let me let you finish, sorry.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not saying, like, I, 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 for the story's sake, I buy it. But, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that could be nitpicked with it. And mm. same with like, Kylo Ren. Like, Kylo Ren starting off evil doesn't quite make sense to me. I'm not saying he, he's a bad, evil guy. I think mean, he does quite well being evil and then turning good. But okay. I don't buy it, like, him being evil to begin with, especially as he was nurtured by Luke Skywalker. But then I suppose if Luke Skywalker's being an arsehole, then maybe he would turn you bad. I don't know. Like I feel like these stories, like is the word plateau right? I feel like there's like something else that needs to shove them over a bit more but yet they don't. And like obviously, like you're saying, like, Anakin to Darth Vader, it's like a hill. it like, starts good, slowly becomes evil, and then dips down and becomes good again. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, I slightly disagree with you um, because mm-hmm. I think that um, Anakin in particular, his slide to the dark side, I think w- does make sense And does, like, I think, I don't think you needed loads more for it, for him to, for it to be conceivable that he would sit to the dark side. Because obviously, he's still harboring the stuff about the people killing his mum. I think, uh, and I think Yoda always says that, like, fear and anger leads to, you know, being more susceptible to the dark side. So that's, like, building up in him. As well as the fact that, um, I think he does it in, like, number three. Does he, like, want to be a Jedi master or whatever? And they won't let him because basically they're like, yeah, you're, you're too sus. Like, (laughs) you could be, you could slip at any moment. So I feel like there's, a, there's an anger building up there because they won't let him be who he wants to be. Combined with the fact that, um, what's his face, Palpatine is seducing him to the Dark side and saying, yeah, you can be as powerful as you want over on this side. Like, we, do, we don't we don't judge you over here. And then combine that with the fact that he's having the, the nightmares about um, Padme dying. And uh, that's like his biggest fear because obviously he loves Padme Oh to, yeah, I forgot about death. Padme dying. I forgot and about And then, that. yeah, exactly. And then Palpatine's like, yeah, if you come to this side, Padme will live. Like, that's calm. So, I, I buy that. quite. I feel like there's, there's quite a few different factors that I think are believable to me in him coming going over to the dark side. I think the hatred... I think I think in the end, he just becomes overcome by, by hatred and anger. Um, not entirely sure... I suppose I kind of agree with you in the sense where I'm not entirely sure where his hatred for Obi-Wan comes from. Um, but, in general, I think him coming to the dark side doesn't make sense. But, to go back to Glenn's point earlier, I... Yeah, in in the in the original trilogy, I think he's just his <laughs> Darth Vader's best scene comes in Rogue One, like yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, yeah, like, you're bang bang on the money there. Like his moments in the original trilogy, like some of them are really cool. Obviously, the the voice, I think, I think because it was such a thing that no one had ever seen before, it was iconic for that time. So that's why people hold him up in such high regard. But in terms of things that he actually does. I don't think it's that it's all that cool and all that he's all that high up there. And to be honest, he's not even the main bad guy. He has a boss. Tarkin is his boss, so like he's not even like the main guy like that. He still has to follow orders. So you know, I think I think um, Darth Vader.
0: The, the villainy of Darth Vader is was embellished um, by the uh, prequel trilogy. Whereas if you just took if you just took the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. You would say Carlo Ren has much more depth, much more kind of, you know, much he does much more evil things. But then the prequel trilogy fleshes out Darth Vader a lot, which, again, when you watch it and then watch the original trilogy, you're like, ah, there's actually very little character development thereafter. Yeah. So it was as, almost as if George Lucas was like, let's just make this guy like more interesting character um, yeah. in the prequel trilogy, which he did. Which, again, is sort of like, I don't know. Part of me thinks he should have either just planned to do one to six in chronological order, or he should have like waited a bit and then remade four, five, and six just mm. to make them make some consistencies between them. But on the prequel trilogy, um, I mean, that it's a quite derided trilogy. Oh, okay, um,
1: sorry, sorry. Before we go on to the prequels again. Um... What's you got? So you can think. then you said six is your favorite of the original trilogy, right? Yeah, six Chris more than five. Six more than five. Chris, what was yours?
2: I think I put. And this is off memory, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think I put four, five, six.
1: Okay, fair enough. mine was five, four, six.
0: Why is six like the weakest of that trilogy for you? Um,
1: I like it, but it's just the um again, I don't buy the Darth Vader just suddenly saying, oh yeah, now you're my son, now I care, and now I'm going to kill, what's his to kill Palpatine, I was like, oh, alright, don't really buy that, and then also, all like the, is it Ewoks? Is that what they're called? Mm. They're all yeah. that stuff, I'm just like, this is fucking jarring, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, they're just bare little and, and jarring. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that distracted me a lot. From that the, little movie. like, um, motorbike fight thing's quite
0: cool though, And they're like, yeah. pew yeah. pew, yeah. through Endor. <laughs> Um, for the prequel trilogy um, there's a lot wrong with it um, <laughs> what's right with
2: it <laughs> um, do you know what I'm
0: actually not... actually no sorry go on oh, uh, I
2: mean, you, you hate the prequel trilogy
0: it. we'll get on to Jar Jar Binks we'll get on to um, what I want to say though is like one of the most egregious things for me <laughs> is how um, if you watch the the prequel, if you watch the prequel trilogy in reverse, Padme becomes a very strong character. But yes. watching it one to three, she goes oh from a God. she goes from a strong senator like queen with like her entourage um, to basically by the third film just being a generic stock love interest mm-hmm. who dies for the purpose of her. She basically like gets not quite fridged, but you know her death is the motivation is one of the motivating factors for for um. Anakin to kind of continue so like second film she's like just pregnant and like in love first which film. is like soppy bollocks and then the third film it's like yeah you've given birth you might as well die now um third <laughs> film she gets pregnant and dies oh she was pregnant second film she's actually calm she's like I know, but like, yeah 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 but she's like soppy and falling in love but, yeah this is the thing like they all merge into one in my head um yeah third film pregnant die all right cool <laughs> you think like she's it's a ridiculous strong character in the first film um, when Anakin is like on. a fetus um, and then she doesn't age and all of a sudden Anakin has this glow up but anyway yeah. even that what...
1: relationship even that relationship is weird because what was it Padme's supposed to be like what like 14 in it or something in the first one and Anakin's like what 9 mm-hmm. and then by the next film they're like in love I'm just like that's fucking weird like, I knew you when you were 9 years old I'm, like Ew. but yeah. whatever <laughs> I also just like
0: I know it's I
2: because I feel like I feel like their relationship would make more sense If they had fallen in love in like the third film, Mm. there was a bit of a gap between the
0: age gap. I agree. It just felt like quite forced. Like they had very little chemistry, and I just didn't buy it. And and then if
1: you watch the second, sorry, sorry, to interrupt you again. If you watch the second film as well, we watch it again, and you just look at Anakin and just watch what he's doing and saying to Padme. It's so fucking creepy. Like it's not romantic at all. It's just fucking creepy. Like, honestly, it's not, like you said, like, the chemistry is just not there. I just don't like it at all.
0: No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what do we say about this 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 trilogy? It, it kind of undermines some of what was done in 4, 5 and 6, or mm-hmm. just confuses it. Confuses it, I think, is a better term. I, 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 feel,
2: like, I, I feel like this is an unfortunate trilogy in the sense that Sorry, wait, finish what you were going to say first.
0: Sorry, glad. Well, I was just going to say, obviously, like by giving so much time, screen time to Yoda and Anakin, um, more so than in 4, 5 and 6, you do just, you watch it and you're like, I want to know more. I want those characters to continue. But the characters mm-hmm. you see in 4, 5 and 6, well, Yoda only really appears in 5 and then dies, doesn't he? Um, but they're just so different. And you just think, it's like watching two different characters completely different characters and it is it is a shame because I think to an extent it does undermine the, the quality or the enjoyment of 4, 5 and 6 um, if you watch them in chronological order um, but yeah, what were you going to say Chris?
2: Well, I was actually going to say I don't necessarily agree with what you just said because Yoda, Yoda is the only like reoccurring character, uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan really, because we don't really know much about Darth Vader and the four five and six besides he's Luke's father but like Yoda's getting older so he's probably getting more withered and more a bit aggy so I can kind of see that storyline not what, not that I enjoyed it in five and six or five whatever whenever he's alive but I can understand that but I was going to say like I feel like the prequel trilogy had a disservice in the fact that Watching Star Wars 1 as a kid, I actually really enjoyed it. And it is, it is up there for me. But I think it's very political. And mm-hmm. I think as kids and as a people watching this like character grow in 5, 6, 7. No, like 4, 5, 6. Uh, people didn't really necessarily want the political side of it. And they kind of just wanted to see Darth Vader grow. Because obviously we didn't get that in the original trilogy. And I feel like, because the first film, didn't appease a lot of people it was then like an uphill battle for the prequel trilogy I could be wrong but like obviously like the theory that Jar Jar Binks was gonna be the big bad is probably one which I don't necessarily think is true but I do like the theory to like a lot of political parts for the Queen is it Queen Amadala? or is that another series no Queen yeah like I don't know if necessarily people really gave a shit about, like, the politics of it all. Um, and like, I just feel like, I don't know, like, I, because it's really hard for me to describe it because I actually really enjoyed number one. I thought the battle in number one was really good. I thought Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan's chemistry was good. I, it was nice to see the, like, council, different Jedi's and stuff like that. But like, obviously, like you guys said, and maybe upon thinking about it I was actually just reading the synopsis number two just now that is a pretty fucking oh, dead film it's horrible pretty dead film like
1: yeah um, just to quickly sorry yeah. Chris go on no no go on go on I was saying just to piggyback off what you were saying about The uh, Phantom Menace I think you're right and I think, well for me uh, the potential subject matter of like all the politics behind everything is interesting but it's not something that again that you think would appeal to kids so when george lucas comes and says yeah we're going to talk about trade disputes and blah 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 blah, blah and like in the, at the heart of this these are children's films or like you know like pg films or supposed mm-hmm. to be like no no child really gives a shit about taxes and all that crap yeah. um so i think he missed the trick there another thing as well i think while i don't think this film is the worst um i, I think it's i think it's okay. um, there are certain things in it where you're like, if you just changed a couple of things, this could have been like so much better in terms of like, the characters in this film don't really develop all that much. Everyone's kind of like, this. like in terms of, so if I go by Anakin, uh, Anakin Padme, um, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, they're all pretty much the same character they were when the film, as from starts as when the film ends. Nobody really learns anything from from anything. Like everyone's pretty much similar. And then you've got your, um, what's his face, your Qui-Gon character, your Lee character, who you kill off at the end of the film. And everything I hear after about Qui-Gon and what he was like from the books and stuff like that, sounds like he's a really interesting character. But I didn't really get to see any of that. All I got was that he was someone who maybe was like a little bit rebellious. And then he ends up, up dying. And then you're left with Obi-Wan as your main character who doesn't really get much shine in the film apart from being, uh, being a sidekick. Mm. Um, it's sort so, of like Obi-Wan in...
0: Um... A new hope, though, because you, you, if you hadn't ever seen the prequel trilogy, you'd just see this guy and it's like, oh, this is an interesting mentor, and it's like, oh, he's dead. Mm.
2: Yeah. I feel like George Lucas had TV series, obviously there, there were lots of TV series, but now TV series are, like, way more prominent, I feel, now than they were. I feel like he would have probably be bet, would have benefited from, like, Phantom Menace being, like, almost a TV series. Because then that would be more adult based, and like you could talk about trade disputes and how this works and, and intertwines with the
1: Star Wars in world. Yeah, you can make it more of a political thriller. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And I feel like, like you said, like I would love to see a Qui Gon series. I think I've said it before. Like I feel like his balance of whether he should be on the good or the he's not necessarily like focused on the good side of the force and the bad side of the force. Mm. I so, feel like if we had a more in-depth look on that, we could kind of see the scale balances a bit more, like mm. why the good see the good the way they do and why mm. the bad see the bad the way they do and then why Anakin's kind of tiptoeing on the either side and eventually, like, go into the dark side. And, uh, like I'd agree,
1: I, I agree. I 100% agree.
2: Yeah, and, like, it's like like you're saying, there's, like, comic books and stuff, and I think, I, unless it's just fan fiction, I'm sure there's a comic book. And I think I might have mentioned it before. Like, Count Dooku knows obviously Yoda because he used to be Qui Gon's master. Yeah, that's right. And like, I think there's a battle. There's the battle between uh, There's like a previous battle between Count Dooku and Yoda, and mm. Count Dooku basically says to Yoda, like, "If you came to the dark side, you'd be so powerful. Why don't you test it out?" And like in the comics, Yoda tests it out and. I don't know how he tests it out, but he like lets his darkness in and mm. he's just like so overwhelmingly powerful mm. and like Count Dooku says stop and it's just like it's just an interesting concept and I feel like yeah politics, interesting, light and dark side, interesting, executed well, not so well. well don't
1: it. I think another thing as well, Chris, just to piggyback off that is that um I think well, one of the things they talk about, I think, in the the last jedi which i think is an interesting point is that like the is that the legacy of the jedi is failure um and then even in the number three um in in star wars number three where i think obi-wan says only the sith deal in absolutes and things like that where like you can see the different like um how the jedi see certain things differently compared to like the sith or whoever whatever counterpart and i think these films these films the prequels in particular don't do a good job of showing why the jedi council might be in the wrong sometimes you kind of just have to go along with oh, what they say goes and like if you compare it to like something like uh what's it called like avengers or uh sorry captain america civil war where you've got two factions of the same side but they're all on the side of good but they've got different ways of seeing how things should play out i feel like you could definitely put that into something about the jedi council having maybe people who disagree with each other instead everyone just agrees with everyone samuel jackson's just there to say you know fuck anakin basically and like no and everyone kind of just goes along with it nobody really nobody really gives a shit even obi-wan who's supposed to be anakin's brother and whatnot whenever they say oh yeah anakin can't be a jedi master and they can anakin can't do this anakin can't do that he's like okay yeah cool i agree and you're like you can at least have some sort of difference of opinion or someone else to come in apart from palpatine someone else to come in and say actually the jedi council you're wrong it should be done we should be doing it like like um but yeah, like, like apparently that's apparently that's the character that Qui Gon is in in the books and stuff, but we don't yeah. get to see any of that, so it's a well, we, see,
2: we see a little bit because obviously he like disputes it, doesn't yeah, he? Like, exactly, at yeah. the same time, yeah, he he he. Instead of just like his dispute is more like just argumentative. They they perceive it to be in, in the first film, and uh, yeah, I I feel like do you know what, like, and I feel like this is why we'd all benefit from watching the Clone Wars. Obviously it would have been nice to have Qui-Gon in it, but obviously we can't for reasons obviously he's dead. Mm. But like, I feel like the Clone Wars, like, it is a bit boring at times, but they tackle like, the politics of it all, they Mm. tackle like, Anakin being like a master, and like, taking his apprentice on, and how, and I think at the end his apprentice is a, I won't spoil it actually, because I haven't even seen it, so it's me talking stuff I don't know, but like, Seen a real life version of that would have been kind of interesting, and maybe that's what we'll get with the Obi One series, mm. you know. But whether I care now, maybe, maybe who knows? Who knows? Is the Obi One series between one and two or two and three?
1: Obi wan is it's after three, it's three after four. three, two and three and four. I'm pretty sure, yeah.
2: Ah, oh, stinky.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> um, oh, and also just throwing it out there before you start, Glenn, I feel like *Revenge of the is good, but I don't really remember it, Karen.
1: I like, wait quickly. Sorry again. I know. Sorry. Just want to say as so. well. These prequels as well, because I know. I think remember you again saying to me that George Lucas wanted to wait until like technology caught up, so he could do the the prequel trilogy. But my God, the CGI in in this film is so overdone, and it doesn't oh. even look and it doesn't even look good. What are you talking about? Number three. In, in all, all the, whole, of them. the whole prequel, all the basically oh, yeah.
0: Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Like, oh my
1: God. Wow. It was just like everything's green screen.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I know obviously the first film was 1977 and the, the sixth, so New Hope 77, Return of the Jedi, 83. But because so much that had to be practical, it doesn't look bad. Like, there's certain things you're like, oh, that's a bit ropey. But but then you go from that to everything is basically green screen. It just looks awful. There's And, I mean, yeah, obviously technology in 2021 is a lot better than it was in 1999 but you just think like he's he went from one extreme to the other and I mean there's a scene I think it's I think it's Revenge of the Sith where like Obi-Wan's in some sort of like factory and there's like he's battling people and I think it's the same film he fights Count Grievous but or whatever his name is General Grievous
2: but it just looked
0: awful there's like pots of like lava being poured and I was just like it looked so fake, and I was just like, why did you need to do that? You, you know, and I think what the sequel trilogy does is blend a lot of like practical with very, very advanced CGI. But, I mean, one of the most egregious things is that George Lucas has a story credit for the first six films, and he still can't get, like, um, consistencies. I mean, in The Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan force-blast people out the way. Don't see it again.
1: <laughs> and, they, and they like travel bare fast. Don't see that again. That's yes, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, okay. Sorry.
2: I never noticed that till I rewatched. but I think you want a YouTube mentioned it, and when I I'm rewatching Phantom Menace the other day, it's the first time I ever saw that.
1: Yeah. Never see it again. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't know why he decided to just not do that because that's a useful fucking skill. Like, why not just keep that in? <laughs> I don't yeah. I understand.
0: But, yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um. But, I mean, let's talk about some positives from the prequel trilogy. Absolutely. I quite like the, the pod race from uh, The Phantom yeah. Menace. Um, I, I, I
1: Yeah, sorry, come on. continue. Yeah,
0: and I think that the fight scene with um, Darth Maul is, is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Um, nah, you
1: joker. I was going to say, I like... Um, I, I think Anakin, the actor who plays Anakin, is... I really like him, uh, and I enjoy... Um, I enjoy his like his presence on screen I just feel like some of the dialogue he's given is really bad um, wait you mean Hayden Christensen no 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 the young the young the young uh, yeah. I was gonna say I was no, like, I like Hayden Christensen no, Hayden Christensen is, is very 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 bad actor <laughs> He's wasn't <laughs> Erica really George Lucas was just
0: like probably said to Natalie Portman like which of these people who have applied for this do you think is the most handsome she was yeah. like that bloke like can you act doesn't matter
1: Probably. But yeah, I think the little kid, he does really well, and I enjoy most of the time he's on screen. And um, yeah, I pretty much agree with you about everything else, like the pod racing and all that. I think it's pretty cool, too. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about the first one, really.
0: I mean, that, that was my
1: highlights for the whole show. Oh, really? So, you're a joker? Yeah. Okay, I've got, got <laughs> you an idiot. I've got a more Um so, The things. Um, so yeah, Attack of the Clones is just, in my opinion, it just poor across the board. I think that film is fucking awful. Oh, and it's fucking long as well Yeah, ah, my goodness, like, I'm sure it's like two hours twenty, two hours 25, rubbish okay yeah that film's dead, dead last. Um, Revenge of the Sith I think there are some half decent moments in it I think like when you've got Palpatine trying to seduce Anakin to the dark side, I enjoy that bit, and you're actually seeing what Palpatine has been up to all this time, I think that's a nice little revelation um, and then there are bits with I think like when Mace Windu fights Palpatine as well. I like all that stuff. The carrying out of Order Sixty Six, I think that's really cool. Even though the flipping with him, him killing, (laughs) killing the younglings is flipping is brutal as fuck. And it's Mm. not something you think they would put in. a... I know they didn't show it, but you wouldn't think that's something that they would put in like a PG film. So I thought that was pretty junk as well. Um, And then also, I think the last bits as well with on the lava planet, Mustafar, Mustafar, or whatever the fuck it's called, with Anakin and Obi-Wan, I think, is personally some of my favourite scene in Star Wars in general. Like, I just think, like, when Obi-Wan's like, my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy, and Anakin and then he's, like, saying, like, yeah, are my brother, and then chops, obviously, becomes a nugget and all that stuff. I think all that stuff's sick, personally. Not yeah. CG's not great, but I like the dialogue and stuff.
0: I think I liked the darker tone of Revenge of the Sith. Because, um, yeah. like you said, the rest of them are generally quite tame, and mm. then with this, it's like, there was like horror vibes, I guess, um, but the body horror of him being dismembered. They love a dismembering in this. They really they? do. They really, really like, do. Someone's always t- getting t- some t- limb chopped off. Literally. Poor, poor bastards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, Attack of the Clones is dead last in this trilogy, but what would you... Absolutely. Revenge of the the better one for you, or...?
1: Yeah, so I think, my I went, yeah, so I did... Oh, wait, did I? Yeah, so Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. It would be my order of those three. Or did Phantom Menace,
0: Revenge of the Attack of the Clones? God, so Attack, of, right, yeah. Attack of the Clones is like so far down. And I mean, it's, just, it's such a bad film. Like, <laughs> they, they got rid of Jar Jar Binks as well. Mm. I mean, I think he does appear here in, in Revenge of the Sith, but
1: Yeah, he doesn't actually say anything, it's probably funny. Um, but yeah, like, you just have to think, like, sometimes I just wonder, yeah. So, like, for example, uh, when me and Chris went to parent studios or whatever in, I think it was in L.A., and they were talking about how, like, when they have films, they have, like, focus groups and screen tests and stuff like that. So, like, for example, for Rogue One, um, they showed him, like, I don't know, like a two-hour, 40-minute version of the film or whatever. And they said, yeah, for Srutka's character, we don't like him. He's too much. So they take him out. they They cut out, like, 20 minutes of his story time. So you have to think that when they showed this one, and you got Jar Jar Binks doing Misa Misa and all that crap, <laughs> surely people would have been like, no, this guy sucks, man, take him out of the fucking film. And they could have been, maybe, curious, maybe he was in it for like, even more than he actually was, and they cut it out as much as they can. But I don't know, you have to think that somebody must have been like, yeah, this guy, this character was a bad idea. Like, trim it down. What have I missed? Um, we're talking about Jar Jar and how shit he is. Yeah, but like, I reckon,
2: I, this is, you saying that about him, like, the, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about like
1: uh,
2: people seeing it before it come, like, come out in cinema, yeah?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, like, I imagine there was lots more and I imagine that the Jar Jar Binks theory is true.
0: Well, that he would have been the big bad.
2: Yeah. But well, imagine if he's like, Anakin, mister, your father!
0: Yeah, but, <laughs> but
2: the whole point is that he's putting on that voice. Yeah. <laughs> because, because in the second film, you see him as a counsellor.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: And, like, why would you make him a politician?
0: Uh, well, didn't, um, Padme make him a. Not Padme, I'm a dark. Whatever name is. Um, is make him. Padme? Oh, it's Padme. Well, um, didn't she make from... him a, a
1: councillor after number one? I think so. Of, uh, their, whatever planet they're from.
2: Has she go from being, like, queen to, like,
1: just senate? Well, this is the thing. the the fucking the way that he's like it makes me think that George Lucas doesn't understand democracy because <laughs> he, they say oh in the first one they say oh yeah our uh, uh, duly elected Queen Amadala and they're like that's not fucking how royalty works, big man. She's I'm
0: a right. president.
1: <laughs> yeah, like and then in the next one she's she somehow becomes, goes from queen. She's like she did her. They say she did her um, her um what's it called her term? Yeah, as queen and now she's a senator and, and now like, she's going, a what? senator. I, don't
0: like, no I think you mean president. <laughs> You know? but maybe this, maybe that's George Lucas's uh, sexism be like there can't be a female president <laughs> she must be a queen because
2: her, her, her thing in the first film where she like uh, is really sneaky and she's pretending to be like well, the or, or whatever, yeah. one of the maidens or whatever yeah yeah like quite clever quite mm. swift quite intellectual but like I mean, she's she's a quite a uh, political power in the second film I think but like it's just all done, done. It's like you said before. It's all unravelled by like her status and almost her love interest in Anakin.
0: Hmm. Yeah. The sequel trilogy though. Um, like
2: sort of, right. Wait. Have you just, have you told us what your what the one two and three is in order? Your favorite.
0: Uh, yeah, mine was one three two. Obi's was three one two. What was yours? One three two. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I feel like Chris, you were, you've been quite. Um, you've had some quite strong feelings on the sequel trilogy. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I re- I remember you not being particularly happy with the Force Awakens. Um, you've already revealed you're certainly not happy with the Last Jedi. Um, so start us off, Chris. This sequel trilogy.
2: Okay. Admittedly, like as I think the last time uh we spoke about force awakens has gone up in my rankings a bit like upon second or third watch
1: i think as i do it, appreciate as it should. huh i said as it should
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and do you know what like when i go to rewatch four five and six it may even go even higher <laughs> like four five and six may be so old school that seven goes higher so i feel like i was really like mm, what's the word like I was hyped for a different story to take place. Mm. Don't know what the story should have been, but I was hyped for a different story. Mm. But it was the same recycled story, and I feel like that in my mind really, like, hindered the possibility of it being like the best thing. Mm. Um, also, I had this opinion that only Force wielders could hold a lightsaber, which would have been much cooler in my opinion, but. Anyway, moving swiftly on. I feel like the first one is by far, by, by far the best one in that trilogy. <laughs> I feel like it's, it, it puts each character in, in a, on a path which can be really interesting. Like, mm. um, God, I cannot remember their names. Um, yeah. Finn, yeah, really interesting. Wanna know more? How, why, what, like, I think we find out why he became a stormtrooper. He was kidnapped at birth. Like, yeah. suddenly decides, nah, shit, I ain't doing this no more. Saw them people get murked, don't want to do it. Turn into the good side. Cool. Love that. Want to know more. Uh, is it Poe? Poe.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool. Interesting character. Do I really give a shit about him? Not so much, but still could be an interesting character. Ray, Interesting character. We know nothing about her. We make all these speculations on who she could be. Kind of cool. Like, upon rethinking back, it's kind of cool that we can think of all these theories about her. And then Kylo Ren. Again, I can only go and buy my most recent viewing, so I apologise for my original (coughs) opinion of Seven. But Kylo Ren, interesting character again. Whether I believe his backstory on why he became bad, I don't know. But, interesting character. And I feel like Number two really just fucks all their character arcs up. If I'm totally honest, oh sorry, number eight. I thought like number eight really just like it's like going up and it just kind of pivots downwards after. Um, yeah. I half I
1: half agree with you.
2: I like yeah. I, I mean, this is going again based off me not rewatching eight or nine recently. Yeah. Uh, I just remember like I feel like it was number eight. Where, uh, what's her face? Starts flying through space.
0: Yeah, Leia yeah, Superman's it. it.
2: Really, really shit. Don't get it. Don't know why they did it. I'm she heard,
0: she it. heard Soldier Boy and she was like, you! <laughs>
2: Fucking hell. Um, I think, is this the one where, no, we get introduced to Luke again? And he's just been an arsehole? Yeah. 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 Or, or actually, is it we get introduced to Luke here or does she see Luke at the end of him?
1: No, so she sees him at, at the end Luke of is, seven. Yeah. But right, at yeah. this one, he chucks the thing over his shoulder and he starts being an arsehole.
2: Yeah. So, Luke being an arsehole is kind of the same repetitive shit we saw in number five when we meet Yoda. So, it's like, mm, don't really give a shit about it. Um, also, I don't, I, honestly, I don't really believe why Kylo Ren becomes bad. Um, I
1: think well, quickly, the, quickly, Chris, sorry, just because so, you said it a couple of times. Like, the thing about why Kylo Ren becomes bad. Um, can people not just... Can you not just be bad? Like, you have to become bad? Can you not just have been... Like, maybe maybe from birth, he was just a bit <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, Do
2: and... uh, you know what? Totally. 100%. But he becomes good. So... Mm.
0: Was, like, wasn't the, I I was... the justification for it that Luke sensed something really evil in him yeah. and then yeah. tried, tried to kill him? Tried to kill which, him. Yeah. Which, ironically... And yeah
1: no that is what happened and then he also apparently is hearing is being seduced by by Snoke at the same time who to yeah. his power do you
2: know what actually maybe nine's dead dead bottom cause honestly oh shit Snoke and maybe it's 9 then cause Snoke is just the fucking most poisonous.
0: <laughs> Snoke yeah it's called Snoke oh Snoke <laughs> Snoke yeah but Snoke
1: dies in 8 yeah even that do you know yeah, what look, I would love to before, it's before it's you continue yeah. I would love to know what Ryan Johnson's thoughts were in, t- in killing Snoke. Like, what did he you think? What were they going to do after that? So, he so had some
0: huge beef with JJ J. Abrams. It must, must be, it Must JJ Abrams must have. must have shagged his mum or something because <laughs> there is no way that he has just taken every plot thread and just gone, nah, let me, <laughs> do, let me do my own thing. I didn't
1: so mind wait, that though, why, but I'll tell you why, why does,
0: in a minute.
2: Why did JJ, J., why did not go JJ Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and
0: then was it JJ Abrams again? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed what to be Trevor. It was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow, but Colin Trevorrow released a film called The Book of Henry, which got absolutely panned. And then they're like, "No, nah, you can't do this."
1: Why oh. the
2: fuck did I get three different people? Like, it just like that's, what? That's
0: what he did in the original trilogy. To be fair,
2: did well. Look how fucking well that did. You know? Yeah, people love
1: the original trilogy. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. The ori- oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant 1, 2 and 3. Oh no, 1, yeah, 2 and 3 was
1: all George so, Lucas. I'm the right, thing, the, the uh, thing
0: is, though, is George Lucas has the story credit on all of the first six films, um, whereas the story credits for, for uh, 7, 8 and 9 are all different.
2: Yeah, see, this is the problem. So, obviously, Jay, uh, even though George Lucas doesn't perfect it in 1, 2 and 3, he probably made the whole story arc from 1 to 6.
0: Mm. Yeah, but, I mean, he, I he I didn't he, he wrote episode, so George Lucas wrote episode four, um, he has the story credit for five, and he co-wrote six. He also wrote one and three, and co-wrote two, whereas episode seven is written by J.J. Abrams and two other people, Ryan Johnson's the sole writer for episode eight, and then Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams are the writers for episode nine. And there's a couple of other different people with story credits. So, again, you know, I think we've, I've certainly said quite a few times that, you know, even though Kathleen Kennedy is like the producer of all three, there doesn't seem to be one key direction, and they needed a Feige-like figure to be like, this is what we're doing, yeah. And you are just here to direct it. I agree. With that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, carry on, Chris. You're on a, you're on an impassioned rant.
2: Well. See, this is the problem, like, because obviously I haven't rewatched it, so there's little bits that like you guys are telling me right now that make me think, okay, things could happen a different way. Like, if someone tried to murder me, maybe I would turn against people. <laughs> <I> never <mind. laughs> but, never But although although he tries to murder him, but then doesn't colour and then murder everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit mad. But um, anyway. That's how serious well, kids are born, isn't it? Yeah, true. It just shows that Luke Skywalker ain't all that. You know what I'm saying? This one, ah, oh, this is what number eight is talking about. Luke. Yeah. Anyway, do you know what? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's probably the best feature of number eight that Luke Skywalker ain't all that. Um, I feel like is it in number eight as well where we suddenly get a kiss between, ah, oh, what's his name? Uh, Finn. Not Finn. Finn. And Finn Rose. and that girl. Like Rose. what? Rose. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I didn't love what? that. And then like. I feel like in number eight, they kind of start the little tango between Kylo Ren and. Uh, and uh, Ray. Ray. I feel yeah. like they start the tango there, and I feel like that's the only aspect that JJ Abrams actually liked and kept going. Um,
0: Which he shouldn't have done, in my opinion.
2: I. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. I'm trying uh, to. Number... Think I didn't like. Number eight and nine, I can't remember which I dislike more. I feel like maybe upon thinking about it again, maybe nine is worse.
1: I think okay. in conjunction, the two of them make each other worse. Yeah. Because nine tries to correct all the stuff that yeah. eight's done, mm. but then in the same in the same factor, like when I'm watching nine, I'm like, why didn't you just go along with eight? And why are you correcting everything? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And know, because they've done all that, it makes it renders eight completely pointless. Do
0: you know what's absolutely hilarious? is like, you know, at uni or secondary school, like, you do an essay and then your teacher's like, oh, you need to do this. You do a second draft and they're like, still needs a little bit more work, do a third draft. And he had it, he's like, perfect. This is basically what's happened here is JJ Abrams was like, here you go. Brian Johnson was like, I'm going to do a second draft.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: JJ Abrams was like, no, I'm going to do a third draft. Mm-hmm. They spent the best part of three quarters of a billion dollars just doing drafts of films which you know essentially this is like one and a half two films worth of plot spread over three films because they had a pissing match about it and it's very annoying but obi your thoughts
1: on the three okay so um i love force awakens like i wouldn't consider myself a huge star wars fan but i really do like film. i think it's the best made um, if I went completely like objectively blind and watched all 11 films, I think it's the best made Star Wars film from start to finish um, I think it's well written I think it's, one of the things why I like it more than the fourth one, I think it's better written, it's better acted um, and it's funnier as well, I think and I like all the three, well four characters I suppose um, if you could colour and Poe, uh, I like all those characters and I like everything they bring to uh, the rest of the the rest of the series, and I think it it was interesting how like obviously this is basically like a rehash of a new hope, but they kind of like with the, with Poe Finn and Ray they kind of like mix and match in terms of who's who's Han and who's Luke and who's Leia like they kind of everyone takes on different aspects of each other's characters, which I think was really cool as well. Um, and then I like Kylo Ren; I just think he's a more much more well-rounded villain. I think you. Have, Due to the fact I think Chris was saying you get to see his face, like you actually see what he's feeling at any point in time. The fact that um, he's talking to Darth Vader, and like basically no one on the dark side knows that Darth Vader seems to know that Darth Vader turned good at the end because he's like praying to him, like I need to need you to give me the strength to continue being bad because I can feel myself wanting to be good. And I like that like little um, inner monologue he has with himself, and um, and how that leads to. the end of the film where he's talking, where he's talking to Han Solo and he's like, like, I don't, uh, I know what I need to do, I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And, you, and you'd think that that fucking means that he's gonna like come to the good side, but then he ends up fucking killing Han Solo, which I think is pretty, is pretty sick, like, cause I didn't see that coming, um, personally. And I think that's pretty awesome. And then, uh, I like Ray's character a lot because she's just very like, she's like Luke, but less annoying i think she, yeah I thought, she's got she's strong-willed yeah like, i no. find luke very annoying in the in the original trilogy i'm just like well in the first film actually he's like you're just so whiny i'm just like oh god man like, just
2: in the original trilogy mate he's fucking whiny in all of them mate <laughs>
1: yeah in what to the number eight i'll tell you in a minute but in number eight i don't i don't mind him but um i understand why people don't like that character that version of his character um and also i like finn like like for me it's pretty cool seeing like um, a black man being like one of the leads in the Star Wars film the only thing that annoys me is that they kind of like his trajectory just kind of halts after this film and he kind mm. of just like stays kind of still because like, he he, dis- he displays some
0: quite good lightsaber skills in The Force Awakens doesn't he? Yeah, yeah and and you're like how are you good at that and there was always this thing like is he going to turn out to have, he'd be Force sensitive and mm. there was some hint at that I think it was in 8 is it 8 or is it 9 where they're like uh, he he it's... sort of says to her, like, they go through that sand pit. Yeah, that's nine. That's nine. nine. He sensed her, couldn't
1: he, or feel
2: her or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. when she dies, well, he feels
2: well, he knew... it. Did he know the way out as well or something? Uh,
0: I think so. I think so, yeah. But then there was that whole, and again, I think I'm jumping well forward, but there was that whole thing that was like, oh, you were going to say something to me, weren't you? And she was like, oh, no, no, I wasn't. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. And you're and like, like... Ugh! Yeah, and like, what was the point in that? And like, you think obviously they're kind of leading you to think it might be, oh, you know, I love you or whatever. But you think like, why would it be the full sense of thing? Because why is that something that you're panicking to say to Ray? And why not something that you would have said fucking ages ago? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just didn't make sense. It was dumb. Um, I was so I don't like... sorry, sorry, I know I'm interrupting you. I don't need to, but
0: I think that he would have Finn would have had a good subplot with um, Captain, is it Captain Phantasma or Phasma? Phasma, the, yeah, Phasma, because. Obviously, she's, like, his, his kind of uh, drill sergeant type mm. thing. And then she just, like, gets killed off quite easily in number eight. And, again, it's sort of, like, was it eight or nine again, whatever, all merged into one. But, yeah, there was, like, really interesting plot threads
1: started that
0: just went yeah. into the wind.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, so, yeah, like, and, I, yeah, I think, Thomas, like I said earlier, like, Kylo Ren is, for me, is a better villain than Darth Vader. And I find him much more, much more interesting. Um, and I like the way Adam Drama portrays it as got well. He's a dead
2: mask though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's too well. Yeah, he's basically like a wannabe, isn't it. He's a wannabe, pretty much. Um, but he's I like it in happen. general. Um, yeah, number eight, uh, I know people, a lot of people really hate it, and weirdly, a lot of critics really love it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm either. I think I more appreciate what Ryan Johnson was trying to do in terms of like trying to subvert like the, the, the normal way you would expect these sorts of films to go by saying to Ray oh, we still assume that Ray must be a Skywalker or something, something, something. But he's like, no, nah, you're a nobody. But you happen to be powerful with the Force. And that's that's okay. Like, not everyone who's got the Force is going to be, you know, have some sort of, sort of historical lineage. Um, and he does that with like, the little kid with the broom at the end, basically saying that like, anyone can have can be one with the Force, blah, 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 blah. I think that's, cool. that's pretty cool as well. But again, obviously, mm. it doesn't make fucking sense because in the next film, they say, oh, yeah, no, actually, you're a Palpatine, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, that that, that's, that's, on a, that's on JJ, I think, like, yeah. he
0: really fucked that up.
1: Yeah, 100%. And, like, it's not like they put any... Actually, I, well, when we're talking to N- when we go on to N- I can talk about that, that a bit more. But um, in number eight as well, I like the thing with Luke about saying, like, stuff like um, him being in the Jedi so long and then, you know, um, seeing how they beat the the bad guys, and then more bad guys just risen up, and, like, saying that everything they did had no effect, and that that kind of driven him into, and obviously combined that with him almost trying to kill uh, his his nephew, um, that drove him to, you know, being in isolation, saying, like, the legacy of the Jedi is failure, and to uh, talking about the Force, like, to assume that um, the Jedi should have, like, um, have power over the Force, whatever, is arrogance, and that there should always be balance and stuff like that. I think there's some really interesting plot threads in number eight about how um, good and evil kind of both need to both exist in order for um, the world to be balanced, and then combine that with Ray kind of maybe going to the dark side or maybe going to the light side. I think all oh, that's really interesting. But for the fact that it probably would have been more interesting if Ray had maybe gone to actually gone to the dark side because yeah. they do it in num- they do it in number five with Luke and he kind of thinks oh maybe I'll go to the dark side as well, but he ends up becoming good obviously as you would do. But it would have been really cool in this one if Ray had gone to the dark side for a bit and joined Kylo Ren for a bit. Yeah. she ends the film exactly where she started the film on the good side she has a little wobble in the middle but ends up on the good side literally one of my notes from, from watching The Last Jedi very little progression
0: stagnant film yeah. um, and I mean there are some parallels with five like you said with Luke but there's also I mean I think the training sequences I think Rey, um gets trained by Leia doesn't she a bit in the woods like that was done a lot better than number five that's in um, number nine. Oh, is that number nine as well yeah <laughs> okay Fair
1: enough. in this one she really all, i've got yeah that. no this one is all luke i'm pretty sure yeah, oh they, no yeah the they, training with luke sorry
0: oh, okay i, just, I, you said I just put down no i i did like that as well but i did in my notes here it just as better training sequences oh, okay but i didn't specify but yes with layer <laughs> no layer luke whatever yeah. whoever one of them um
1: but yeah i mean sorry were
0: you finished on number eight
1: um, was I uh, finished just a couple more things and then I'm done. So that was pretty much all the stuff that I liked. Stuff that I, and also the bit with Kylo Ren where like I think the the beginning scene of this film actually is really cool. Like with all the spaceship stuff and Poe and him defying orders, all that stuff. I think that's awesome. And then, but the things that I don't like, obviously the Leia thing uh, with the the Superman moment is terrible. But before that, I do like the bit with Kylo Ren where he's about to attack the ship. But then he sends his mums on it, so then he like kind of like hesitates. So you can kind of see that there's still good in him, even though he killed his dad in the earlier, earlier film. There's a, still this inner conflict with him, which I think is really cool. And then you get the bit with the end when um, he sees Luke on the on that sand planet or whatever it is at the end, and then he's just attacking him with ships and ships and ships saying more, 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 because you see he's filled with so much rage. I think that's really cool. Um, that side, the bit with Finn and Rose and that whole plot is fucking stupid and pointless and literally doesn't matter to any point in the whole film. It's stupid. That's crap. The yeah. bit with Poe and uh what's her name? Laura Dern's character. Can't oh, yeah. remember her name. Um, that bit is dumb. Why don't she just tell him what the plan was, for fuck's sake? Then you could have avoided a lot of conflict. That's stupid. Um, and yeah. So a large and this film was like the longest style, so I think it's two and a half hours, and large plot points in this film are dumb and <laughs> should have been completely should have been completely different. So yeah, that's
0: yeah. Way. It's the um, longest film in the series. 152 minutes And you could have cut At least half an hour out Like you said Finn and Rose's entire plot Is so pointless. dumb Pointless I mean I can't even remember What the point of it was They go to would, some like it... Gambling planet and. Go on, Chris No go
2: on I was going to say Would it have been less pointless Had the story continued in 9
0: I mean No No Because uh, I, I, th- I think <laughs> For, for whatever I think... it was They were trying to get
1: For,
0: yeah. for this Was He's not a, Like a code needed. cracker
1: A code cracker Oh yeah was... that was it yeah, but then, then he comes back and don't crack the code, he just betrays them. It's like, well, okay, fucking hell.
0: And then they didn't need it anyway because exactly. they found another way. It's fucking stupid. It was literally, <laughs> like, like fun. Ryan Johnson clearly did not like these characters or or the act or, and or the actors. But, I mean, yeah, I, I think I, I, I agree with you. I like the mining planet scene with the red. That was very visually impressive. Yeah, visually uh, I think this
1: film was really impressive as well
0: yeah there's, there's a few nice visual moments the scene in Snoke's chamber uh, again he uses red quite a yeah. lot there um, that was that was pretty sick um but generally like the lack of progression with so many of these characters the lack of progression sort of within the kind of trilogy and franchise itself I was a bit like mm. mm-hmm. again it mimics five in that way for me um I think the way, you know, when Kylo and Ray are like showing as being linked, um, I think he does that in a really boring way by literally mm-hmm. just doing shot, reverse, shot. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're looking to the left, and now I'm looking to the right, and do that suggests we're talking. I think JJ Abrams does it a little bit better in nine when they sort of end up, their scenes end up merging, and, and it sort of pans around, and, and you can see that they're in this, each other's space. That's more visually interesting to me. Um, so yeah I think
1: 8 is not good um, I, think... I feel like 8 had the most potential to be good in my opinion
2: well mm. 8 was the like lead on wasn't it so had it led on more appropriately then maybe we would have had a completely different storyline and, yeah. and finish well I feel like the finish would have always been the same for 9 but the story leading to the finish might have been a bit different I feel like, and I think Obi, you've disagreed with me before on this, and mm. tell me if I'm wrong, mm. but I feel like the overuse of the magnitude of force in these films really, like, for me, really undoes. I feel like they're so OP with the force. Mm. I feel like it's really just, like, pointless for anyone else to be in the question, in the argument. But, like, Layup, uh, no, sorry, uh, is it Princess Layup? Yeah. Like flying across space with when she's fucking dead, yeah. uh, stupid. Mark Hamill basically Ashur projecting to another planet, like millions of miles away or whatever. Like what the hell? And then he dies, and I'm like, what? And then like, uh, and is it like? And then Kylo Ren and Rey being able to do it across galaxies as well, regardless of where they are. I feel like it makes sense for the. For their story But I feel like It's just so unnecessary
0: mm. Mm. On to If
2: I'm wrong If I'm wrong just Please just tell me You
0: are yeah. More than entitled To your opinion Chris Do you not agree? Sh- I, I, I do I do I, I,
1: don't I, I slightly disagree I don't mind The progression of force
0: um, But I see what you're saying Anyone listening to this Do tweet us YAC Podcast 17 let us know your thoughts. Um, Rise of Skywalker, episode nine. Ooh,
1: this film is fucking rubbish.
0: Um, I, feel opening... like
2: I, get, I feel like I get eight and nine like parts of them mixed up, so mm.
0: I'm in front of you both say. Clearly I have as well. Half <laughs> <laughs> the things I was like, yeah, I liked that in eight. I was like, that was in nine. I was like, okay. Um, the opening sequence is good, I think, in the temple when he's trying to find the Wayfinder thing. That like, horror-esque, quite liked that. Uh, uh,
1: remind um, me, remind me what what happens there? I can't even
0: remember. You know, uh, I li- I'm reading off my notes, mate. Oh, that's shit! It says opening sequences cool especially temple like horror.
1: Is that with, Ky- with Kylo Ren. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think he's trying to find the Wayfinder. But, yeah, and he
1: kills bare uh, people. Mm, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that. Um, Ray spends two films training. Yes, that's pretty boring. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't even mind that though because I feel like one of the things that annoys me about these things is that they really. Um, they really change up how long it takes to become like a Jedi Knight or Jedi Master. Like it took yeah. Luke like like two days. Yeah. It took. It's taken. Uh. Uh. Ray, I don't even know how long it is between the two films. And then in the in the prequels, they're like, oh yeah, you need to be trained from like five years old. And Anakin yeah. was too old because he was whatever whatever. And he was a he was a in the Jedi Academy for like ten years before they let him be a flipping <laughs> a Jedi Master. Whatever they, whatever they call it, it's all very silly. But um, I've got uh
0: everything's very easy. So whatever they need, they get straight away. 100%. So like, you know, they, they go into that sand pit thing and it's like, oh no, we need to find this dagger thing. Oh, there it is. Mm. Oh, how convenient. Mm. And that happens like all the time. Um, mm. There's also quite a few fake outs, like no one for one second thought Chewbacca was going to die when in that helicopter. I'm not going to lie, but, I
1: thought it for a, for a minute. <laughs> nah, I was
0: like, oh, they're going to bring him back. I'd rather he, dad, he did die because it would yeah, be a
1: there's no oh, stakes no in this film.
0: No, exactly. Um, I also wrote should have been the Palpatine saga rather than the Skywalker saga because he's actually, you know,
1: ever present. Um, he, yeah, but like the fact that oh, I'm sorry, the Palpatine thing just annoys me so much because they just bring him back out of the blue. I feel yeah. like there was no setup whatsoever even I think I'm pretty sure um, Daisy really said that she didn't know her character was Palpatine, uh, Palpatine until the, until they started filming the night film I think this is the thing like the Snoke thing was really interesting and then him being killed off was a
0: shock which is like you know not a bad shock but then for it to be like oh it was Palpatine the whole time it's like oh come it was, on like, it was Agatha all along <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I get that reference oh
1: come on that's vision mate
0: oh yeah no sorry yeah I just wasn't in that zone um, yeah, I was just laughing to To me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also wrote, um, feels like JJ and Rian or Ryan, sorry, are using the films to send fuck cues to each other. Um, so, cause Rose basically gets nothing to do in this film, does yeah. she?
1: Which is um, raw, but. It yeah. is a bit
0: raw. Um, so yeah, I mean. If not, you don't
2: keep not... about her story though, at stole... all
1: yeah, I'm treat for the, for the actress, I think it's just kind of kind of wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, do you know what? I, I've just read my ranking and I'm actually surprised at how high Rise of Skywalker is. But you can
1: slate me for that in a few minutes. I will, in um, a second.
0: Um, we go.
1: Yeah, I agree with everything you said. That this film just completely goes back on pretty much everything there was in the last film, which makes it fucking stupid. Um, there's loads of fan service which I particularly don't mind, but I feel like they overdid it quite a lot, like obviously bringing back Lando, bringing back whatever, bringing Luke's X wing out of the water, all stuff like that. I'm just like you know we didn't need it's just so blatant like it's not even like it's not even like subtle or anything like that. Um, I don't really buy Kylo Ren's redemption as much as I would like to. Um, I don't think he earns it, especially when he starts the film Killing off Bear People. Um,
0: Yeah, no, I agree He flip-flaps too much Between like Oh, I'm really bad I'm going to kill my father To being like Oh, I'm actually good I'm not going to kill my mother To being like Yeah
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's dumb I think they Like you guys were saying They should have killed Leia In the 8th film Her bit Every bit of her in this I think is is stupid Um, The bit with uh, When she says uh, What's the name Says Kylo's name Uh, she says Ben and then what happens and she then gets stabbed by what's his face and then that kills her i was just like okay that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> um and then all the Palpatine stuff i think is just is is crap if i'm being completely honest i don't like any of it um and yeah yeah it's just it's just not a great film and i think that the, even the stuff with the uh like we people were saying earlier about uh about Finn and the uh, the force sensitive stuff, I think is fucking dumb as well. Like, that was the, they tried to make out that like, that was a proper major plot point, and then I think they come out after and say, oh yeah, he was force sensitive. Like, who fucking cares? Why wouldn't you just say that to somebody? Like, it's just fucking stupid. Excuse my language, because I keep swearing. But, like, this is just a really, in my opinion, it's just a bad film. And, like, not badly made, obviously, visually it's cool, and there's some cool action moments, but I think storyline wise, I'd think it's a waste of time. Mhm, agreed. Which why i have it quite low on my list. I, I, re- I
2: really lo- I really dislike that Dos Darth-, Darth Sidious is still alive.
1: Me too, because you see and, him die.
2: <laughs> and how powerful he is, like in the fact that he electrocuted like ten thousand bloody ships in the yeah. sky as well. Like what?
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I I know he absorbed like one thousand light like, of his minions' energy, but he technically when a I, for them people in Oh, I don't you know? <laughs> <I> don't, <laughs> I don't, can't even move about. I'll tell you one thing that could have been really interesting: had they tapped on it from the from the very first film, is the whole uh, she she and did they both have the force where it can like heal people? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if they like done that from the beginning, like, I don't know, when he got cut in the face, and maybe he puts his hand across his face, or. Mm she touches his face and together like it made his wound heal earlier or something like maybe that story would have been a bit more like oh I want to find out more I feel yeah. like they just too late in the day
1: I think as well they could have better linked it with I think it's the third one where uh, Palpatine says to Anakin yeah I knew a Jedi once who was so powerful he could heal people blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. I think they could have done a better job of linking this to that story that little line as well yeah so, because even this one, it's so it's telegraphed from like the first sh- when Ray heals the bear that bear thing or whatever, the, whatever it was in the when oh. they get stuck in the quicksand. And like, oh, okay, she's going to use that later because we haven't seen that at all. Mm. Uh, used that ever before in the two films prior to this, so that's going to come in handy later, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's not a great film. Like I still watch it, and it's, you know, it's not like I don't hate it, but I just don't think it's very good.
0: Fair enough. Any um, final mentions of Rise of Skywalker from either of you? Nah. Okay. Um, let's get Solo out of the way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they decided to do a prequel, Focusing on Han Solo, played by Alden Ehrenreich, I think his name is. And you've got um, Childish Campino playing Lando. Um, I mean, just... I've only written three things down. Oliver Twist vibes. War scenes fine, but didn't feel Star Warsy. No element of fun. This this film is just like a void of just devoid of, of fun. I mean, I would agree. Paul Bettany's character is vaguely interesting. I quite like um, Kira, who is Amelia um, Clark's character, but you don't really get that much of them. Um, just. I think the fact that it focused on Han Solo was probably, like, the worst part of it. Agreed. I would have actually watched the film with Kira and Beckett. Um, and especially as Kira, I think it's alluded to, she goes to visit Jabba after this film. Um, or Han's going to go to Jabba. Like, that would be a more interesting film than what they did here, where they do the Kessel Run, which... I was going to say,
2: I'm more interested in the sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I would be as well. They do the Kessel Run, which... Is to steal some fuel to do something, and then it gets stolen by the girl who's from the Flag Smashers, and then it ends. Like this film is yeah. really, really boring.
1: I couldn't agree more. Um, again, I the, the 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 war scenes I think are really cool, and I think when I watched it again, I was like, they should have just made this like a actual Star Wars film about somebody being recruited against like who wanted to just get out of, like, their poor neighbourhood and they decide to join the force, they end up joining the bad people. Something like that would have been much more interesting than the story that we got. Um, and I think I think I'm reading this story had, like, writing issues as well, in terms of, like, it got rewritten. So I'm wondering if that maybe had something to do with how boring, boring. it is. <laughs> it was supposed to
0: be um, Lord and Miller, who oh. um, did, like, Jump Street and... Bloody, with a chance of meatballs and stuff mm. like that and then they got fired over oh. creative differences and then Ron sure. Howard came in and just ruined it. Yeah, I th- it, could
1: have, it could
2: have been a funny film then.
1: Maybe.
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I, just I just find just it boring. didn't yeah. like Alden and Aaron Rice was, as Han Solo. He just was tried to be too smarmy and tried to like tap into that charisma that Harrison Ford yeah, naturally he, has. Yeah, he couldn't do it. He couldn't he hack it. He was in it and and then sort was like, some characters that they introduced and just killed off really quickly like um, Tandy Newton's character um, she appears by about five seconds and then dies and then they try to do this whole emotional thing with that robot and it's like oh she sacrificed herself and became part of the My- Millennium Falcon like okay
1: I fucking hated that robot I thought she was so jarring
0: yeah but you know she's now part of the Millennium Falcon you don't ever hear that mentioned again in it's any true. of the other films considering the Millennium Falcons in like most of them um, uh, yeah uh, Chris any thoughts before we talk about Rogue One
2: no honestly I can't remember Han Solo I'm just I, I remember the ending thinking pretty, pretty cool to see where this goes but that's about it
0: yeah well, do you want to talk us a, talk to us about Rogue One then oh Can gosh you go to top of, top of since, the
2: list it's been a while since I've watched it but is the it is like obviously as an adult I've only been able to go to cinema to see five of these films um as a child, I don't remember... I did go to cinema, but I cannot remember watching them in the cinema. But Rogue One, I remember coming out of the cinema thinking this was good, if not great. Uh, I just liked the way they connected the story. I liked the characters. I liked that they introduced Darth Vader. I feel like the only part I didn't really like was the fact that Darth Vader was taking orders from someone else. Um, you're probably better off giving a synopsis here if you've rewatched it, if you've watched it recently, if I'm honest. Um... But like, it is the most prominent in my mind where I feel like I've really enjoyed it.
0: Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like one of the, they call it the anthology, it's an immediate prequel to episode four, A New Hope. So basically, um, after Avenger the Sith, before the original New Hope. Uh, so it is, so A New Hope is obviously, they've got the plans of the Death Star and then the New Hope is about them destroying the Death Star. This is basically about how they got the plans for the Death Star, which I think is like a because there's so much time elapses between all of these Star Wars films. Um, particularly between the each trilogy, there's like thirty odd years between them, and sometimes quite big plot points are just casually described in the trawl of crawl, sorry. So to actually focus in on that one idea. And keep it focused, which I think a lot of Star Wars films aren't that focused. I think is to this film's credit. So we meet um, Jin, who's the daughter of uh, Mad Wilkinson's character, who I'm just going to find his K. name. No, no, uh, so that's it. Um, and he he's basically helped uh, build. He's like an engineer building the Death Star, uh, but he has like you know he knows that it's bad, so he he's got the plan somewhere. And then there's just a band of crew. Who go on their way to try and find it? Um, they, you know, there's Diego Luna's character um, who we're going to focus on in a Disney Plus series, Cassian Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Mendelsohn plays the uh, bad guy. Uh, you've got Donnie Yen um, as Shira Imwe. I'm reading the blind warrior who believes in the Force. So they were like all these characters come together. I quite like all of them anyway. Uh, The robot, I think, is more interesting in this one as well, K2. um, And, yeah, it's just... It's a bit grittier. Um, It's a bit more, like, sort of vibes of of the original trilogy in that way. Like, it's not super reliant on, um, you know, terrible CGI. Um, And I think there's just a really... I mean, the ending, I think, is what really does it for me is is the fact that they go on to... um, that planet, which I'm terrible for planets in this, um, but uh, that like tropical-looking planet where they have to go up to the satellite and beam the plans out, and um, and then they will blow up and die. And you're yeah. like, you didn't expect it, and it was um, really good credit. And then obviously the the, the post-credit scene with Darth, with them trying to with uh, is it R2D2 getting the like pen drive thing and uh, Darth Vader coming in. Slashing everyone up, and then it ends with obviously the um, CGI'd de-aging of uh, Princess Leia, and mm. then it leads a, immediately into a New Hope. It was just so
1: good. The only thing that lets it down is Forest Whitaker, but <laughs> I don't even mind his character that much. Um, but I do, yeah. I think he, he was just so over the top; it was just <laughs> stupid. But I think they talked about his character being like like a proper like extremist and basically like a terrorist. And it would have been really interesting to see like some of these views or that he had or some of the actions that he had, but because they cut him out so much, you don't actually really just, know what uh, he was even up to. It just went too.
0: Who's that with his voice? Just like this, you're yeah. like, oh, stop straining, Forrest.
1: Wait, save the rebellion, <laughs> save the dream. Uh,
2: what a rebellion, yeah. <laughs>
1: He's
2: trying to win an Oscar, isn't he? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I completely agree with you, Gan. I think this film is really, really. Re- it's nothing, that I think like. I think, oh, do I love this film? Maybe a, a little bit below, a little bit below love, I would say. But I think this film's really good. Um, and again, this is what I think the original films lack: is just good dialogue and a good story. So, well, no, the sorry, the original films have good story, but not good dialogue. I think an inter- general interaction between the characters. I think in the original trilogy and some of the prequels is just not great. Whereas this one, I I, I buy it. The only thing I don't buy is that um, it's literally just one singular line where. Uh, I think, oh shit, what was one of the the one of the warriors who's not not the blind one, his mate, his best friend who oh, says, yeah. to who calls Jin so his little sister, and I was like, you just met that doesn't really make, seem, make doesn't really make sense, that's the only thing that bugged me about this film, other than that I think it's awesome, like the bit with the um where like he's going to kill where he's going to kill um, where Cassian's going to kill Jyn, uh, Galen Urso and then uh Jim catches him in the act and she's and then he's basically like I don't have the luxury of like having morals when it comes to this shit. Like I've been fighting this battle since I was six years old and I've got to do what I've got to do in order for us to survive. But like, I think all oh, that's awesome. And then the bits with the um I think the beach the beach scene at the end is probably my favourite like Star Wars like just uh I don't even know. Probably battle I guess you would call it. Because like if you would if you didn't know it was Star Wars, you would think that it was like a like a genuine like war. And like an actual mm. like the way they film it, I think, is like it's like it's like D-Day or something like that in like Normandy or whatever or wherever that was. Like I've really enjoyed the way it was shot. And like you say, like the way they end it is just so completely unpredictable. And it is like very one of very few oh shit moments you get in Star Wars, like oh shit, everyone's dead. Like they're actually mm. there there actually are stakes in this film which yeah. um, lends itself more to more so than any other film in the Star Wars universe because even though your characters did, you know, they did. They achieved what they wanted to achieve, and we got like the MacGuffin. I suppose like <laughs> they didn't make it out. Like and mm-hmm. like you do feel that like they actually literally sacrifice themselves for the greater good of the, of the of the rest of the galaxy. So yeah, man. I think. And what pretty- what this film I think is quite unique in many regards
0: is that the fact that you know how the, it ends, like in a sense that you know the plans get delivered to Leia. Like mm-hmm. that is that is literally you know that before the film even starts, um, but it does. Like particularly the the bit at the end, does quite a good job of you being like, oh, are they actually going to do it? Mm. <laughs> and it made me forget that I know it succeeds. Mm. Um, because there's, like, you know, Riz Ahmed's character has to go out and, like, connect to, like, a, a wire and, the, and they get up to the satellite, but Ben Mendelsohn's character's following them and there's all these, like, things that get in their way and you sort of get frustrated for them. And it's a testament to the acting because, like you said, Obes, the acting, I think in the first six films is not particularly strong, yeah, and it grew better, and I think um, uh, Felicity Jones, Jones. Uh, and Riz Ahmed Diego Luna, Ben Mendelsohn they're all, uh, Mads Mickelson, they're all good in this mm. um, not sure I came out of this film wanting a series about Cathy and Andor, but I will
1: reserve judgement on one. that
2: I do not think I want one
1: at all Yeah, I'm not super big I like his character a lot actually that's a shoulder um, I like his character a lot but um I uh, yeah I don't think we really need a series about him but the way they described it like it being like a political like a spy it's like a spy thing I think it sounds really interesting so I'm curious to know because he says talks about like everything he does he did for the rebellion so I'm wondering what are some of these things that he did like was he shady like what happened so yeah I'm curious to see what, what happens yeah
0: well, let's do our ranking then. Um, so we'll include, if you want to, The Mandalorian. I have, but um, we've we've spoken about that quite a lot on individual podcasts, so go and check yeah. them out on SoundCloud and Apple. Um, yeah. Season two of The
1: Mandalorian, some so, of my
0: favourite TV ever. Mm, oh, wow, okay, that is a statement. Um, but uh, maybe you can expand on that in a sec. Chris, should we start with you? I know you don't necessarily have it written down, but... Um, what would your approximate order be? So you've said Rogue One would be top. What yeah. would then? I didn't yeah.
2: separate. I didn't separate the Mandalorian, but I put that second. Okay. Um. Then I went. Uh. I went for a controversial one because it's a. Uh, it's one. For, it's the first one I watched. Star Wars One. I don't know controversial, right? What number three or number two? Yeah. Number Ooh. three. I had it at number two, but then I thought, you know what, Mandalorian is fucking six, so that probably should go two. Um, then I had, again, maybe not the best memory of it all, but I went Star Wars four, five, three, seven. Then I went Star Wars 6, 2, no, Star Wars 6, 9, no, 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 okay, that's six... Solo nine eight.
0: No. Okay. And then you've still
2: have, got. I'm, no. Basically, the bottom four can be shifted about. Really, they're all fucking shit. Uh, two nine eight and ten. Uh, two nine eight and Han Solo. Okay. I just, yeah. So anyway,
0: there
2: you go.
0: All right. Um, I'll give mine, and then Obi, you can give yours. So I went Rogue One. It's Awakening, Mandalorian, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope. I, I'm gonna have to back myself when I originally wrote this, but then I put Rise of Skywalker. Woo! Although I know, I know. After hearing you both talk about it, I think I want to swap that Phantom Menace. But hey ho, Empire Strikes Back, Phantom Menace, Last Jedi, Mandalorian Season One, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Attack of the Clones.
2: Wow, Mandalorian Season One is that slow down?
0: Yeah, you didn't like it.
1: I really didn't like it it was only because season 2 was so good I was like oh I'm going to continue watching this so um, I'm, I'll do, I'm going to do the Mad Zone as a whole rather than splitting it out into seasons but um, so for me uh, Force Awakens number 1 uh, then Rogue One then Mandalorian then Empire Strikes Back then A New Hope then Return of the Jedi then The Last Jedi then Revenge of the Sith then Phantom Menace then Rise of Skywalker, then Solo, and then Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. If I could put Attack of the Clones 50, <laughs> <laughs> then, I do, then I would do that. That film is horrid. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you, do you want just expand a little on why you're claiming that Mandalorian Season 2 is some of the best TV you've ever seen?
1: So, not some of the best, some of my favourites as in, oh, like, okay, yeah, okay. my favorite, as in, like, I got fucking hyped <laughs> at certain points. I just got so fucking hyped. Um, mainly like the last episode with Luke and everything. Like, I, I screamed. I ain't screamed. TV. <laughs> I ain't screamed watching TV in a long, in a long, long wow. while. Like I think the way it, Mandalorian team just kept like building and building and building to to certain things. Like I think it just got me so excited. Got me excited for things that I never, for characters I've never even heard of or even cared about. Like, Ahsoka Katana, I didn't know, I didn't know who the fuck that was. Mate, right,
2: there was so much hype and they delivered on the hype.
1: That's yeah, what wow. yeah, Yeah, I like got gassed
0: about that. All of this, like, hey. Star Wars lore stuff that, you know, people talk about in the, from the animation. And all these characters, like Bo-Katan. I'm like, oh, sick. I don't even know who
1: they are. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And then, uh, even, like, some of the, um, I think the practical effects, I think visually as well. I just, I, I like, love watching the doing. I think practically... I think the the show is just really cool to watch. And yeah, man. I think it's. A, and I'm wondering if I can put it so high because some of the hype moments are based off of films that are lower in my list. So that's when I was thinking, like, mm, should it be this high? But fuck it. There's no rules.
0: Yeah. That's uh, true. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on Star Wars as a whole? Um,
1: and... Please
2: don't make an, a 10, 11, 12. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah Do you know what, I'm, I'm fine with a 10 11 12 as long as it's on different people and not related technically we've seen before a story so again as
2: long
1: as it doesn't have
2: the same cyclical story yeah yeah exactly yeah
1: this, you know number 11 yeah. is gonna be
0: the same as four and seven <laughs> I hope
2: there's not a, I hope there's not a 10 11 12 which is continuation of Skywalker I don't want it hope okay. there isn't a rogue one two because one that story that sentence itself is confusing and two i don't want anymore don't ruin it
0: you want to they could there's literally no time that they could but deal
2: they could do, between they could do like some like i guess they already are doing a prequel series based on one of them which i couldn't give a two toss about but maybe <laughs> it'll be good they've they've sold it to me with the description isn't it the spy thriller one
1: yeah spy thriller
2: so that's kind of like selling it a little bit yeah.
1: um we've got the book of both set coming out as well
2: uh, I don't know. Probably next year, in it.
1: Um, I want to say it's December this year.
2: Oh, fair. Um, Han Solo two. I could live with that if they do it well and they carry on the story they left off. Uh, a prequel series about the wars. I could live with that. Um,
1: I want to know more about the Jedi, like before, before number one, before *The Menace.
2: I want to know about Darth Sidious's fucking
0: mentor. Yeah. What happened
1: there? What went they, wrong? where everyone knows. Will the
0: High will, will the High Republic focus on the Jedi or is that pre Jedi? I think the High Republic is
1: focusing more on the Sith, actually.
2: I think uh, that's pre I think that's
1: pre factions. Okay. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But like it's the thing like I think there's so much that they could explore that I think it would be so redundant for them to keep doing Skywalker stuff. So I hope yeah. and I would think that they are finished with this now and we are going to move on to some new different characters. I know uh, what's his, Taika Waititi's getting a film, isn't he? So I'm curious to know what that's going to be like.
2: Is mm. good get in a series? Yeah. That could be interesting.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure.
2: Especially if they do flashbacks.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, listeners, if you uh, want to let us know your own ranking um, or if you strongly agree or disagree with any of our Thoughts on the films and the series. I know that it's uh, it's got a particular fandom that are quite uh, engaged and quite... Uh, passionate. passionate. Passionate, yes, passionate. So I'm sure as people who aren't deeply entrenched within that, we might have said some things that you disagree with, but please do let us know. We are on Twitter at YSC Podcast 17. We're also on Instagram as Ravage Critics. You can find uh, all our other podcasts on Apple and Spotify, uh, including we did weekly um, reviews of The Mandalorian. Um, So, yeah, do check us out. May
1: the sexiness be with you.